Caution, the contents of this podcast may be historical, but they're still served piping hot. We're brewing up the classics here on the Coffeehouse Classical Music Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Coffeehouse Classical Music Podcast. My name is Asa. And I'm Allison. So, Allison, today is another very special and different episode. Would you care to explain? Yes. So, as you might have remembered, if you listened to our previous episode, we are attempting to compose a song, uh, putting ourselves in the shoes of the great composers, trying to put ourselves in that mindset. And if you've been following along with this now two episode journey, you'll know last time we came up with a proposed bass line. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of teased the fact that we might do a little bit of uh, theory work independently of recording, which did in fact happen. And let me tell you, it did take a little <laughs> bit of time. So you're probably happy that you didn't have to listen to that. And now here's a, a sample of what we came up with. If you're my college theory professor, first of all, thank you very much for listening. You can follow us on Spotify or Google Play Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Second of all, uh, I do apologize in advance for all of the incorrect things that I'm about to say and do. I would also like to say, in regards to theory, this is a really unusual type of progression that we've created here. Also, you might realize that this is not the same baseline that we started out with last time. So I'll kind of just explain the process briefly of what I had to do. Um, So starting with what we actually came up with last time, if you don't remember, it was this little bit that I'm going to play for you right now. So I did that and then I just kind of threw some chords over top of those notes. So for example, we started on B flat. So I did a a tonic B flat major like that. And then we went up to a D and I thought, okay, well, what chord goes with D if we're in the key of B flat? And I came up with, well, what if we did an inverted six like that? That's a minor six. Um, So, so on, so forth, like so. That's difficult to play. We end up jumping around the keyboard a lot, and it's just, it doesn't, doesn't work very well. So then I put it into four voice, voice leading, essentially. So if you were to write out like a soprano, alto, tenor, and bass line, and by that, I got some really nice four voice chords, but they're also kind of really spread out on the keyboard. Uh, So, again, you know, if I take that first little chord that we have here and spread it all out, we can have that, which sounds gorgeous, but it's really big. And so then I can kind of condense that back down into that final progression that you just heard, where everything is just three note chords playable by just the left hand, and it kind of flows nicely. And it does tend to follow some of the voice leading rules that you might be familiar with. 
if you've yes. uh, if you studied theory. Yes, I did try to follow the rules. There's no parallel fifths, no leaps greater than a fourth. I tried to keep as constant of notes in each voice as possible, moving very slowly between them. So everything technically works, but it's a really strange progression. Should I read out just what the progression is? Go for it. All right. So we have one minor six, minor three, four, five, seven, six, then into our second four bar, four bar phrase, we modulate act kind of into the dominant key. So we have one of five, six of five, five of five, then we resolve back into our B flat major, and we end with five, one in a third inversion, followed by a five, seven, and then a nice big tonic one. Nice big fat tonic. Yes, I actually, I did voice that as a four voice chord. So we get the octaves on either side, which fills it out. But anyway, as we were saying, not really a standard progression. Um, The first part going one to six is like a little strange. Right. But that's okay. We're breaking boundaries. Right. We had to know the rules before we could break them. Exactly. (laughs) Or did we just not know the rules? (laughs) (laughs) It's been a little while since I've reviewed the rules, shall we say. (laughs) Um, But anyway, let's do a melody for this. All right. Um, I have no earthly clue how what I want to do for a melody on it. Okay, let me propose something to you. I think we should come up with a time signature for our melody to kind of get our heads around. I personally like 6-8 time. Okay. Now I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. So, I mean, I think we should probably start on tonic since that's what our first chord is as well. Let's see. I think a lot of good 6-8 time melodies kind of go like that kind of thing. Yeah, the of the Caribbean. That little dude. Yeah. Yeah. I will mention, listener, that this is inevitable. About this, in it, this is an inevitable consequence of Allison choosing six eight time. Is that Pirates of the Caribbean was going to be referenced? Uh, anyway, so I think that's kind of like the general rhythm that we would go for. Not like just sixteenth notes and not just quarter notes, obviously. Hmm. stars in the sky <laughs> no <laughs> oh. did you hear what i played with the chords in the background i did i'm trying to replicate it on virtualpiano.net okay. want me to give you the notes yes you don't want to practice your dictation skills no <laughs> that was not what i was best at um so it's b flat F, G, and the next measure is F, E flat, D, D, 
All right, here I have a rhythm for you, based okay. on the, based on those two bars essentially that you've that you've give. I've made it into two bars. Um, yes. it would be first bar, quarter B flat, eighth F, mm-hmm. dotted eighth G. Uh, sorry, it would be A. No, no, that's not an A. Yeah, so is B flat, F, G flat, A, G, or G, A, G flat. Not G flat. Why am I saying G? Why am I saying. Why am I saying. Well, I've added an A. Why? Where? It is. Okay, so quarter note B flat, eighth note F, dotted eighth G, 16th A, 8th G. So the whole rhythm is da, 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 like that. Like green sleeves? Kind of green sleeves-esque. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that's that's exactly what I was thinking. That's quite nice, actually. Yeah. Um, and is that... I'm trying to think about how that would sound, because all I have is virtualpiano.net. Um, and it won't hold a chord for me um, as I play over it. That's a little different than the melody, than the rhythm I was thinking, but I like it. Okay, cool. Well, that is part of this done. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's another day. There hasn't been a break in the episode, I would assume. Um, Hopefully but not. <laughs> there's been a break in our recording because um, my setup was absolutely inadequate. So we are back. I have an actual notation software in front of me, Woo! and we can collaborate better. So, Allison, <laughs> I understand that you've been doing a little bit of work off screen. Uh, yes, I do two measures. Well, kind of one measure worth of work. Uh, we've got some <laughs> spicy notes in here, potentially, and I'll allow you to hear it right now. So now for the last bit there, you can hear there's still just the chord. There is no uh, note in the melody there because I originally had it just end like down on D, but I think potentially it should be something else, like not just a held D, but like, I don't know, something, something cooler than that, like some moving notes. Okay. I mean, that E natural obviously has to resolve somewhere into this G minor chord. Ooh, what if we did a G minor 7? Diminish G minor seven. That's a weird chord to end on, though. What's that that you have there? Yeah, so just a little revision to what you sort of did. Hmm. But I, I don't know, like.
I think we should do something like a pickup into that next note. But it has, I, okay, here's what I'm thinking. That next one is a resolution into the five. So we have to, I think, really hype up that this is the six. So maybe like just some sort of like arpeggio deal, like as a pickup to the five, essentially. Do you see what I'm saying though? Yes, I do. But I, I quite like what you've done here with these other notes so that we don't have that spicy E natural against the E flat. Yeah. I know you're not hype on that. <laughs> Are we committed to that? Um, I'm trying to see how it sounds, and, and I'm, I think it's going to depend on how we can get that out of mm -hmm. the next measure. I think we have to be careful with those pickup notes that you've just added because that already has the C like right at the end there, which isn't much of a resolution with that major. Right. Um, oh, but that's kind of cool. Oh, gosh. I don't like how crunchy that is. Why? Why don't you like the crunch? Not particularly. Let's try this. Oh, oh, that's so pretty. Oh, I do like yeah, that. Yeah, so for the listeners, because my my audio is not pipeable in. It's okay. I will, I'll add it. I will add it here. Um. But with the chords. Also, but I mean, no, we can do... No harsh on your parade here, but I'm not sure I love the D. I like this like that held D there. Yeah, I I feel like I want it to be something else. Like the D is the fifth of mm -hmm. well, it's this top note of that chord. I don't. I kind of like it more as a G. So it's yeah. I actually we came to the same conclusion at the same time because i had just put that down yes i think that's so then beautiful. the yeah so then this the whole line there is oh that's so nice Ooh, you know what would be cool i think if we uh yeah <laughs> sorry um i'm just thinking of this going on to the next measure now, I think we should let this A kind of hang out there while the chords change, maybe? And then do like a pickup or something to the next measure. Just so it's like a little pause. I think I see what you're saying. Like since the A is actually a chord tone of both of these next chords. And then we can do a nice passing tone or two or three to get us to here. Mm -hmm. Because I think if we were to have to play around with this top, or gosh, with this next chord here, that's a six again, which is giving uh -huh. us lots of trouble. <laughs> Whereas it resolves nicely to a five, the five of five. So we're going from a uh -huh. tonic to a five. And I think it would just make like a nicer melody, but we still get that bass line underneath giving us the pizzazz. 
Yeah, I I agree, and I think holding the M, just trying to. Yeah. Oh. What do you think of that? And that was a C. Yes. Down to a G on the next measure. Trying to think. I liked I liked that, but it can also kind of sequence down with the pickups that we did <gasps> to the previous yes. measure. Yes. Like that. We live you for see? a sequence. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and we could even do an, a sequence, like a little condensed mini sequence onto maybe the second beat of that next measure. Um, I'm actually thinking of arpeggiating up. What, let's see, that is F-A-C. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to have to fig- figure <laughs> out a lot of these um, a lot of these uh, rhythms here in a second. <laughs> yeah, that's a but... special rhythm that you've got going. Yeah, it's a very special rhythm, but <laughs> let's see how this sounds. <gasps> uh, yeah, the, the rhythm is, um, the rhythm is bad. I kind of like the rhythm, but that's thinking. a beautiful, beautiful thing to play oh asa thank you for steering me away from the crunch i think the beauty is better (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) i honestly don't hate that rhythm though i think it's so like folk songy so my my problem with the rhythm is that it is a little folk songy it's in the same way as like playing a sleazy jazz kind of hangs behind the beat right but it's too rigidly behind what you would expect. It's not relaxed. It's off. I see. Okay. If that makes sense. So you know, we notate it properly, and then a performer could conceivably, Make you know, emote on that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. So what was the rhythm, if not this one, that you were actually thinking? It's. Yes, that's it. That's it. Okay. Yep. Yep. (laughs) See, doesn't that make a lot more sense than the garbage that I just... Yes, but... (laughs) That I just explained with? (laughs) No, it's good things that you said, Asa. Okay, so then we're on to the 151 of our Mm -hmm. B-flat, which is easy. Yes. So what had we been on? That is the 5... Resolving to our inverted, our third inversion one, going to our five seven, going to our nice big tonic one. Yes. I kind of like this upward trajectory that we've gotten now with the... Yes, I agree with you. she resolved down for just a second though to reinforce that it's tonic I think so let's see oh what if we just sequenced the little because that's a nice arpeggio and we can just go up one whole step onto our B flat major
listen to this. <laughs> That's so cute. It is, it is cute. Um, as I listen to it more in context, it doesn't sound at, like it sounds all right, but it doesn't sound like it fits. Okay, I like that first beat, the... Yeah. But I don't think that jump up to the A is right there. Can I play you what I've got? Yes. Oh, I like that. Ooh, what if we did... Because, okay, I, as I said, I really like your first beat of that second to last measure with the Ds and Fs. But then what if we got rid of your second beat and put my second beat in with the just straight eighth notes, C, E flat, D... Yeah. So let's see. And then because we both resolved onto that B flat there. Yep. So that's a. Okay. So this so this is what it sounds like from there. Think your thoughts and verbalize them. Okay. I I like this. I wish. And this might not be possible. So I think we should plan on maybe coming back to this as our okay. final idea. I want this second beat that we have that currently goes like that. I would love uh -huh. for it to be uh, like up instead of down. So it's like some, I don't know, something like that. So instead of sequencing down, we sequence up. Does that make sense? Yes. I just don't know what notes those would be. Just because I think the thing that we have before it is so powerful, the... Yep. I hate the A for some reason. Well, the A is just the 7, right? It's so it the makes 3. Not oh, well, the it's the 7 B of B flat. flat. It's the 3 yeah. of the dominant. I see why you're putting that in. Okay. Yeah, so so I just I just moved that to sequence up. So now it sounds like this. And then it's just the Ooh, what about that? Instead of going to the E flat. Well, I feel like maybe we need the E flat to really emphasize that 5/7 aspect. Right. Yeah, it has to Ooh, what if we kind of mess around with going back to that F? So we go D F D F A F B. Like that? That's a contender. I don't know. I'm still I'm still very much liking the E flat. And the more you're playing it, the more that A is sounding okay to me. <laughs> I just needed some time for it to sink into my head. <laughs> so then this is the full this is the full thing then. It's cute. I think it also, nice. now looking at the whole thing, kind of almost a mimic of the first part because we do go all the way up to the A in that first measure as well. Uh -huh. So it's just like tying it back. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've been convinced, Asa. You've got around? me on this one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to change that all right, here one more, my... one more listen. One more listen to solidify... I was going to change it already in my Sibelius score. I was down for it. I've got it. 
You don't need to convince me. We got it, Asa. Yay! So that was hopefully not an hour and a half of podcasting that you were listening to. (laughs) Yep, hopefully it's been condensed and... (laughs) Um, Although, you know, we might not be the best composer duo around. um, We're just trying to figure our way through. Yeah, so we have a playable piece. Well, a a playable melody right now with harmony. And I think that's a good Mm -hmm. start. So look forward to us next time trying to either come up with a B section or variations or something. Yes. Um, And if what we've presented to you today is even marginally listenable, please do consider leaving us a positive review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast, a follow and sharing whatever this was with a friend (laughs) or a family member, colleague, etc., who you think might enjoy listening to the creative process. That's what this is. An uh, exploration of the creative process. Oh, we're exploring, all right. We are exploring. So join us next time while we explore the limits of what should be done on a podcast. And for the Coffee House Classical Music Podcast, I've been Asa. And I have been Allison. And we will remain the same next time. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for listening. You can find The Coffee House on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Email us at coffeehouseclassical at gmail.com.